0: I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible, and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there, this is Paige. I wanted to pop in to tell you really quickly that on this episode, you're going to be hearing all about how you can do a successful yard sale in three simple steps. And... In my excitement when I hit record to do this episode, I completely forgot to tell you that I have a checklist that I've created. Shocking. It's called the Successful Yard Sale Checklist, but it is going to offer you the three simple steps that I talk about in this episode to keep you on track. So if you want to check out that PDF and keep your yard sale super successful and on track, please check out the show notes. So if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or wherever, whatever platform you're listening to this podcast, all you have to do is scroll down and you're going to see the written out show notes and the timestamps of everything that I talk about in this episode. And below there will be a link that you can click on and it will take you to the PDF that you can print out. So you can print out as many as you want for however many yard sales you're gonna be tackling. Additionally, you can always go to everythingwithstyle.com click on the podcast tab and find whichever episode you want. Click on that and you'll find the show notes. So there will always be helpful links. And in this one in particular, it will be your successful yard sale checklist. So check it out. Thanks so much. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today for another episode of the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, welcome. Thank you for listening. I'm Paige Killian. I created a professional organization business about four years ago, and it's called Everything With Style. So I can share my passion with the world. I love working with busy moms of littles and I help them organize and style their life in three simple steps. Because when you are a busy mom of littles, Who has time for more than that? Girl, we got stuff to do. So I wanted to simplify the process of getting organized and really do it in a way that was going to make you feel like you were on top of your mom game and not stressing out about the inevitable clutter and stuff that's going to be coming into your home that is going to be filling up your schedule because of kids. Okay. So I'm here with you. I am living this busy mom life in the trenches with you. I have two littles, Isabel and Duke, and I am so excited to share with you finally, after, you know, this whole pandemic sort of derailed my process, what I had in my mind was going to be me sharing this second step in the thing that I created called the three E's philosophy It really derailed everything because if you don't know yet my three E's philosophy, it is your essentials, enhancements, and extras of getting organized and doing that in those three simple steps. So the essentials I talk about, if you go back and listen, actually, if you start with episode one, that's going to introduce you to the three E's philosophy. It's going to give you all of the details about what that is and how to organize and style your life quickly and easily. Additionally, I did an episode, episode seven. It's called the essential purge. That's the essential, the very first step of getting organized. And it really just gives you extra support because honestly, it it does get a little bit tough sometimes to do the purge. Either you may feel overwhelmed because you have a lot of stuff that's ill fitting or, you know, the kids have grown out of it or it's toys and stuffed animals and activities That maybe they're just not playing with anymore. Same goes for you and a spouse or a roommate you might be sharing space with. You guys might be ready to get rid of some things as well. And sometimes we can get so stuck on the purge and getting rid of stuff and not knowing what to get rid of it, what you do with it when you want to take it out of your space, that we just stop and we don't let that forward momentum keep going and then all of a sudden we feel like we've got clutter everywhere. So I feel you, okay? I feel you on this. So go back and listen, if you haven't heard it yet, to episode seven, The Essential Purge. That's going to give you a lot of the support that you need there, and I promise you it is going to help you take a deep breath if that is feeling overwhelming. So today, now that we have Started opening things up and doing phase one, phase two in some cities, safely, of course. I thought it was appropriate to finally start specifically talking about that second E, which is your enhancement to getting organized. So, you got your essential, and that is always the purge, getting rid of anything you don't need or using anymore. The enhancement, the second step in that process, I talk about donating your items or what we're going to talk about today. If you'd like to get a little ROI, some return on investment on some of those things that you have purchased or gifts you've been given. This is the perfect opportunity to do a garage sale or yard sale, whichever one you have. My garage is detached, so I'm not doing a garage sale. But whenever we decide we're going to do a yard sale, we put the things right out in front uh, in between the street and our house. And so uh, maybe yard sale is what you're going to be doing. So I don't want you to feel like this is an archaic idea where, oh, this is what my parents did, or this is what my grandparents did, because so many things are on the internet now. And you've got eBay, and you've got all these different places you can put things out. Maybe there are consignment shops that you love to take your stuff to. Please, by all means, do that. Or perhaps like I said, donations, maybe what you just want to do is easily simply give things to friends. Like if you want to do it in hand-me-down style, uh, that is wonderful. I fully support that. And we love getting hand-me-downs as well from our friends and family too. So perhaps also you have just decided that maybe you want to, get a little ROI, like I said, for some of these things, but you just don't know what to do when it comes to a yard sale or maybe a consignment shop feels a little overwhelming and you just want to uh, stick things out on your front lawn and see what comes of that. Well, today we're going to talk about how we can do that in three simple steps as well. So today we're going to talk about Number one, your essential being your purge. Again, this so often is my very first step in any type of thing you're trying to accomplish, any goal you have in mind. So this might be where you're trying to get that ROI for some of these things you've invested in. You wanna do a good purge and get rid of anything that you're not using. So again, go back to episode seven if you need help on that step. The second step of a successful yard sale or garage sale is going to be your prep. This is gonna be when you are then taking the stuff that you have purged and setting it up and getting it prepared for that yard sale. And additionally, the preparation also includes taking some photos and putting some things out on social media to get the buzz going. This is also an opportunity for you if you have a local paper that you might wanna put your information into. So it's gonna go out in the local newspaper. So these are different opportunities for you to prepare ahead before you just show up on sale day so that people actually have heard about what's going on at your house. And then also with the prep, I want you to consider making some awesome signs. So I'm going to go into a little bit more detail of what should belong on those signs, how many, where you need to post them, et cetera. And then the final step is actually the sale. This is the sale day. And I'm going to give you some tips about how making your sale day really the most efficient and successful sale day you could possibly have. Okay. So let's backtrack just a little bit. So your first step, your essential in having a successful yard sale is the purge. And this is when you're going to be I would suggest looking just at like three rooms in your house that you're going to pull from to put items into your yard sale. And the reason is because if you decide you're going to go through the attic, the garage, every single room in your home, including closet and uh, rooms and bathrooms and kitchenware and dining room stuff and furniture in your living room and picture frames and candles. And if you decide that you are going to tackle your whole entire house, I want you to know, <laughs> I will back you up on that girlfriend. If that's what you've decided you want to do, I'm going to be saying some prayers for you and I'm going to be, you know, watching you online and cheering you on, sure. But I think that that is the fastest way to burn out and never, ever in your life attempt to do this again because it will become stressful and overwhelming. So, my advice, because I do everything in threes, is focus on three spaces in your home that this yard sale that you're going to do will be centered around. So let's say it's going to be your uh, kids' closets and your kids' toys and appliances from your kitchen. Now, maybe you guys don't want to get rid of appliances for your kitchen. So if that feels really cray cray, then maybe your three things you're going to focus on clothes from everyone. So you'll go through your closets and the kids' closets. Maybe you want to get rid of some furniture that has been handed down to you or stuff that you've had for a while that you're just like, okay, I'm over, I'm over this, don't want to do it anymore. So maybe it's living room furniture or bedroom furniture. And then maybe you have decided you're going to actually tackle that garage and you've decided that your third space is going to be, you know, bikes or sports equipment or things like that, that the kids have outgrown or that you just are not using anymore Whatever you've decided your three spaces are going to be, really try to stick with that. And the reason is because when you actually set it up on your tables the morning of sale day, I'm going to encourage you to set it up in groupings of like items. So it's very similar to a store. If you were going to go into a store that had lots of different items, let's call it Target or a Walmart or someplace like that they have a little bit of everything. Do they have their bedding mixed in with pool toys and stuffed animals? No, it all has different places in the store. And that is so that the shopper can stay focused and they have a better chance of going to the area, finding what they need. And then if it's not there saying, okay, well, I I can say that's not there. I still have a few other items on my list. Then they will move to the next section. So that's what I want you to keep in mind. As you are doing this purge and you're pulling things out, if you are going to every room in your home and outside of your home to include items, that's going to feel a little stressful and overwhelming to your shopper. There are going to be things all over the place. Now, I will tell you this little side note. Whenever you see your shopper show up that day, It's always nice to give them a big warm welcome and then say, is there anything that you are specifically looking for today? Because if you do that, not only is that a great conversation starter, but they also might share with you something that you didn't bring out because it wasn't one of your three areas that you were focused on. And so you can say to them one of two things. You could, well, I suppose one of three things. First thing being like, oh, sorry, I don't have that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully there's something they're looking for that maybe you have and it'll be mutually beneficial. The next thing you can say is actually, yes, I do have that. I didn't bring it out because I was sticking to just, you know, a few areas of my home to focus on, but hey, my husband's inside or my kiddo's inside. Let me see if they'll run in and grab that real quick. Do not leave your area, no matter how trustworthy a person is for multiple reasons. I'll leave it at that, but don't just go in your house. If you don't know this person, just don't do it. The other thing you can say is, yes, I do have that and now you know where I live. So if you would like, you can come back tomorrow or next week or whatever. You guys can coordinate that and that will give you an opportunity to stay focused on your yard sale that you're working on that day and then be able to go through and find that at a more convenient time for you and then you can let that person know that you have it. So it doesn't mean that you have to shut it down immediately and say, well, sorry, don't have that for you unless you just totally don't have that for them. But this is an opportunity for you to actually strengthen that connection and have that be a person that comes back over and over again. I actually see a lot of familiar faces whenever I do yard sales, because not only are they neighbors who I might already know or have seen them running or walking a dog or something. And then finally you get a chance to connect with them. But also these are people that are going to be seeing your signs because you're going to be doing great prep. I'll tell you that in the next step. And they're going to be coming back for more and knowing, hey, that person is a great yard sailor and I want to go back time after time because she's got some really good stuff and she has it set up nicely. And so I know that that's a yard sale I definitely want to make time for in the future. So keep these things in mind as you are preparing for this yard sale and, and seeing these people on this day. So I don't really need to go in deeply simply because I've already gotten that one purge step that one episode for episode seven. So go back and listen again specifically to that one. But I will do this one other thing I'll say. If you are doing a purge and your intention is not just going to be dropping it off for donation, but you are going to create a yard sale, I want you to have three piles when you are purging. Your sell pile, that's going to go in the yard sale. Your donate pile, because perhaps you just feel like this is something you want to drop off and not have to wheel it out and set it all up on sale day or perhaps donate, meaning you're going to hand it down, give it to friends that you, you know, like for my kiddos, we have certain friends. I wouldn't put in a yard sale, some of these clothes. I just like to give them to the friends that already know that, their kids are going to be able to wear that in the following year. So that might be something that you would specifically put in that donate pile. And then your third pile, this is going to be your keep pile, and that's going to be what you're going to put back in your closet or back in that area. You're going to obviously hold on to those things. So just as you're purging, that might be helpful for you. If you decide you want to take everything out and really give it a good sort through, you're going to have, again, those three piles, sell, donate, and keep. So once the keep stuff has gone back in and your donate stuff is going to be in your bag with handles and you're going to be sticking that in the front seat of your car so you can go take that either to a friend's house or you're going to drop off at a donation site, now all you're left with is your items for The sale. And now we're moving on to step. So that's the purge. And number two, your enhancement to that is going to be your prep. This is the prep, as I said, for your yard sale. So you're going to do your purge ideally like on a Wednesday of the week. Thursday, the next day, you are going to be prepping for your actual yard sale that's going to come on Saturday. And I'll tell you why I, I have those days in mind. But you're going to be placing those sale bags. By the front door. So, or whichever door you're going to go out of to move it out. Now, if you're going to actually have a garage sale, this is an opportunity. If you decide for a couple of days, you're going to have your car sit outside of your closed garage. You can go ahead and start setting this up on tables and get that prepped for Saturday. If you want to do that, if you don't have a garage that you're going to be doing the sale in, then by the way, did I mention you need to check the weather? <laughs> If you don't have a garage and you are going to be doing a yard sale, double check the weather, make sure this is the proper weekend to be hauling your stuff out to the front yard. But what you're going to want to have in mind is you want, as you're setting it up, you're prepping, you're going to want to make sure that you've got it easy to go right out. So if you have a rolling rack, let's say I had a friend who's a, she's a stylist and I borrowed a rolling rack from her that I could hang my clothes And the kids' clothes up on that I was going to have out front. And so that's something that you would want to prep ahead and grab that. And that'll be sitting right by the front door, whatever door you're going to take that out of that day. And you're also going to want to make sure that you are grabbing some poster boards, some thick, good poster boards I will go a step further and say that if you feel like this is going to be a home that you're at and you're going to have multiple sales, perhaps once you create these posters, you are going to laminate these. Uh, That would obviously defend against the elements, make them sturdy because after it's over, after sale is over, you're going to go back through the neighborhood and make sure you have that count of how many you put out and you're going to collect those. You're either going to throw them away or you're going to bring them back home for your next one. And then you're going to want to be snapping some photos of these things and you're going to want to put these on social media to really create the buzz because you could actually have some of these things you post on social media. You're going to get that buzz going for people to show up on Saturday. But also if they say, oh, Paige, I love the baby bassinet that you're putting out. I can't make it on Saturday, but I could come to your house tomorrow or I could come today and pick it up shoot girl, that's one less thing that you have to hang on to and lug out on your front lawn on Saturday morning. So that is a real great opportunity for you to start the ball rolling sooner than Saturday morning yard sale. Okay. So definitely consider that. So take those photos, put those out there. If you decide you want to put an ad in a local paper, do that. Not a lot of people see that these days, but some people still do. So you want to make sure you know how long it's going to take your ad to post so that it will be ready at least the day before or the day of when people are reading their morning newspaper. And now these are the days that you can hop on and do a Facebook Live or you can do an Instagram Live. You can go on, you can post about it on Twitter, however you want, and just say, I'm having a yard sale. These are the three rooms that I am going to be focused on purging, and these are the items that are going to go out, and that is going to get the ball rolling on people having their eyes on what you've done. Also, because if on Saturday you don't sell something, you decide you're going to just be like, hey, guys, these are a couple items that I still have left over. That's still the perfect opportunity for you to say, if you are interested in something that didn't sell, instead of donating it and getting zero dollars for it, there's still a chance for you to get some of that ROI. If somebody's like, actually, you know what? I, I do want it because I thought about it when I initially saw you put it up and I just thought, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. And I haven't stopped thinking about it. Couldn't get to your yard sale Saturday. So glad it didn't sell because I want it now. So that is something to keep in mind with your prep. Now, let me focus for a moment on those flyers, those poster boards. This is what I suggest doing five to eight signs. On those signs, they are going to have details in bold and they are going to say, obviously at the top, yard sale or garage sale, whichever you want to say. The place, right? They got to have the address. They need to have the time because What I'm going to suggest to you is on sale day, because I like to stick with the threes, you are not going to waste your entire day sitting out there in the hot, hot sun. You are going to do it for about three hours. Okay. So having a time on there, I really like to say, you know, these yard sale shoppers come early. So you can do 7, 8, 9 a.m. You can do 8, 9, 10 a.m. I don't think it's a good idea to go into the lunchtime simply because of weather, simply because you're going to be burning up sweating. And then if you can finish it earlier in the day, you still have the rest of your day to pull everything back in or to get it off to donation or to have called someone. We love to call the Vietnam that's a week before we have the yard sale to say, hey, I'm going to have a yard sale. Will you come after 12 noon and you can pick up anything that didn't sell. That is a great part of the prep. Okay. That is something that can really end up getting that stuff out of your way. So it doesn't simply go right back to the space where it was before. And then you're still looking at that clutter, making you crazy. All right. So these are great things to be prepping ahead. And now, like I said, if you do choose to laminate these signs, have them be pretty general. Obviously you want to have the specific location, your address. But then with the date and time, if you want to just have a date on there and then if you use it, reuse it again with laminating, you could always put up a little piece of tape over whatever the date or the time was and write something new. So don't feel like, again, you have to write that off. That can be something that you make kind of changeable on your sign. All right. So just to recap, we've got the prep is going to be you're placing those purge bags for your sale right by the front door in an easy place for setup. If you've got things like tables, if you've got towels or picnic blankets that you're going to be laying this out on your grass, if you've got a rolling rack for clothing, perhaps you even have a shoe organizer that you might be able to move your shoes out of your closet for the moment, set it out front and actually set it up. Again, you want to set it up so it's looking nice like an actual store that you'd want to shop and grouping like items. That's a cool display. Instead of just having you know bin full of shoes that people have to sort through, that can get a little tedious and annoying. And so to have them set up on a beautiful display, you know, when I say beautiful, it's out in your front yard. So just having a little bit of height and having those shoes set up to where they're in matching pairs. That's really nice. It's just going to be that extra little step doing this with style, right? We can do everything with style. doesn't have to be perfect, but this is a great opportunity to be a little more appealing and aesthetically pleasing to your shopper. They're going to enjoy that shopping experience the easier you make it for them, all right? And then finally, like I said, you're going to hang up those signs. You're going to do this on a Thursday, so you've got a couple of days for people to be looking at that sign and knowing it's coming on Saturday, knowing it's going to be right around the corner. So they're going to be preparing for that, deciding they either want to get childcare or maybe they need to go get a big truck because they see that you've got couch or furniture and they're going to want to borrow a truck so that they can haul that off themselves. This is a great opportunity for the shoppers to be prepping as well. And then finally, take those photos, get things up on social media, post in your newspaper, local newspaper, if that's something that you want to do. But get the word out and call your friends and let them know Ask them to share this information with friends as well. And now, final step your extra. This is your actual sale day. And these are the extra little steps that are going to take this sale to the next level. You're going to wake up early. Like I said, these yard sale people are on it and they are looking for a good deal and they want to be the early bird to catch the worm. Okay. So you want to move your items out quickly. And the reason for that is because if you get half your stuff out and all of a sudden you've got shoppers pulling up in their cars or walking up, or they're going for their morning run and they see that you've got a yard sale going on and they start shopping, then you're going to be in trouble because half your stuff is still in your house and you don't want to leave it out on the front lawn and be like, oh my goodness, I'm afraid they're going to take some stuff or I'm not going to be out there to catch them, to talk to them about negotiating price. So you want to make sure you can have this set up as easily as possible. If you have a girlfriend who can come over to help you out, if you have a spouse, somebody who can help you throw those things out there really quickly, that is where those bags of handles, the tables, the rolling racks, the towels, all sitting by that front door ready, that's going to come in handy for you. All right. And I should just go ahead and say, have them already grouped in like items, whatever bags you're carrying out, have them grouped in like items so you can sort of set them up and you're going to be going to bed the night before sort of visualizing how that's going to work out. Do you remember that I said, you're going to be starting the purge on Wednesday, doing the prep on Thursday, and then you're going to have your sale day on Saturday. What happened? There's a rest day in between. Friday is going to be your rest day. Now, if you want to do a little last inventory and tweaking some things, that's totally fine. I'm not a big believer in price tagging everything. I think, again, you're going to be annoyed and exhausted if you've got a ton of stuff that you have to sticker price individually. Just have them grouped together, and then you can say, yeah, all clothing items. Now, some might be a little different, but all shirts are a dollar, all shoes are five dollars. All You can pick your own prices, but I will say the better your price is, you're not going to be sitting out there for long and be that cool, awesome yard seller. Who's like, you know what? Let's just round down. If you see that somebody has got $12 worth of stuff, just say, it's all right. Give me 10. If they've got $80 worth of stuff because they really stocked up, give it to them for 75. It's little things like this that are going to bring these people back. And please know most likely, especially if it's clothing items or toy items or baby stuff, your shoes have been worn on your feet. Your clothes have been on your body. Your kid stuff perhaps got slobber all over and chewed all over and whatever. Give these people good deals. Don't be hanging on to these things with a death grip. This is your opportunity to be free of these things and to have these items live on for other people. Do not bargain forever over something that is a difference of $5 or a dollar, just get rid of it. I'm telling you, you're going to feel better at the end of the day. And then you're going to have less to donate or bring back into your home at the end of the day, right? So your final sale day, like I said, on Saturday, you're going to have that rest day on Friday. So you're not super burnt out before you even get to it. On sale day, you're going to be putting those items out quickly. Also, have an envelope with small bills in it. Wear a pair of jeans or something that's got pockets, shorts that have pockets in them, and you're gonna keep that money on your body. Sure, if you have an opportunity to go out and get a lockbox for your money and have that organized and you think it's gonna be kind of a bigger deal, awesome, do that. Have pockets so that you can stick your key down in there. But really don't worry so much about quarters and nickels and dimes and all that kind of stuff. Just have some bills and have an envelope in your back pocket. I just find that that is the easiest thing. And then it stays on your body, and you don't have to worry about walking away and worrying like, "Oh gosh, is somebody going behind my back and grabbing grabbing all of my you know a hundred dollars worth of stuff?" so just just a little just a little thing to keep in mind. I've found that it works really well if I have my envelope in my back pocket. And can easily be moving around. You're not just sitting in a chair the whole time you're moving around and you're talking to people about how did you wear something or where did you put this or why was this a great thing from your kiddo? And you got your money on you in your back pocket the whole time. So you can be kind of bouncing around from from shopper to shopper. And then additionally, like I said, well, not additionally, I've said it a few times, offer great prices. You want to get this stuff out of here. Okay. Okay. That is it. These are the three steps. Now, obviously I said a hundred different things within each step for the details, but these are the three steps you want to focus on for a successful yard sale. Number one essential, the purge. You're getting rid of items you're not using and you're really focusing just on those three areas of your home so that your sale day is not going to be too scattered and stuffed crazy from every room all over. That's going to be overwhelming to your shoppers. You're just going to stick to like three different strong items that you've got lots of stuff from. And you're also going to, for your second step, the enhancement, you're going to do a really great prep. That is going to be having everything ready by the front door on your Thursday, doing a quick little double check on Friday that it's ready to go Friday night before you get out there you're gonna be doing those amazing signs that have great details. Did I also mention, I think I forgot, I said place, date, and time you wanna put on there, put the items, like your big ticket items, if you can put on there that you're selling living room furniture, perhaps that person is really looking for new living room furniture and they're gonna show up on sale day. Likely, if all of the stuff is gonna be kids stuff, you might wanna put some of your brand named kids items that they are going to, that's going to draw their attention, that they're going to love. Uh, maybe you want to sell some of your kitchen appliances and you want to put on their kitchen aid appliances. That might bring people there a little bit more. Maybe you want to put like pottery barn, restoration hardware, things like that, that might draw people's attention. So don't forget that on those signs that I told you about. Sorry, I think I think I totally skimmed over that. But that's a good thing to have on those signs that you're making. And then again, with the prep, you're also going to want to just be posting on social media, taking those photos, checking in with people, and then putting that in the local newspaper if that's something that you want to do. And then finally, sale day. This is your Saturday. This is when you're getting stuff out early and you are quickly hustling those items out and grouping them in like categories. You've got your envelope of small bills in your back pocket. I also really love taking out some waters or sometimes you might wanna let your kiddo do a cute little lemonade stand that day. That's just sweet. Have that be free or you can just put out a little tip jar cause they're always gonna tip the cute kids, right? And I actually go grab a box of donut holes I grab them on Friday night and I just have some donut holes out there with some little napkins. And that way, it's just a sweet, welcoming thing. And you could say, hey, guys, come on over. Is there anything you're looking for today? Oh, by the way, grab grab a donut and uh, grab something to drink on this hot day. That just immediately makes that shopper feel loved Like you are attentive to their needs and they're going to linger a little bit longer. That might actually bring them in when they could have easily just sort of bypassed your house and been like, no, I don't think so. If they're standing there and they're gobbling something up and their eyes are scanning what you've got, maybe they didn't even know that they wanted something or needed something and it's something that you have there, boom, there's another sale that you might not have had before. So really keep your shopper in mind and that includes having those great prices. So just Be generous and donate whatever you have left over. Do not bring it back to your house, all right? So hopefully these three simple steps, the purge, the prep, and your sale day will make you feel like you actually can tackle a yard sale without feeling overwhelmed or stressed, just keeping it simple to those three rooms in your home and those three simple steps. And of course, I would love it if this is something you're going to attempt and you want to shoot me an email, a text, some before photos, anything like that. I'll be cheering you on and I'll be happy to share as well your information if you'd like for me to do that so that I can support you in this awesome yard sale. All right. Thanks so much for joining me again today for the second E in the three E's philosophy. And as always, you are getting the the third E, the extras in getting organized and styled all the time as I am constantly sharing different places in your home to organize, giving you ideas of bins that you can use to properly put in, label, and have your space really working for you and your family. So stay tuned for upcoming episodes and I look forward to seeing what your yard sale is going to be like. I am there to support you. I hope you have fun doing it. Don't make it too hard so it gets stressful and overwhelming. You never do it again. Keep it really simple. And until next time, happy organizing. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.